Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Create Culture podcast. If it's your first time, thank you for tuning in. I know that there are going to be valuable insights you are going to gain today. For those who have been around, thank you for tuning in again because you and I are growing. We are thinking differently. And you and I both know that when we change, things change around us. And so tune in. We have a special podcast today. We know it will be valuable, impactful, and get ready to change your thinking. Welcome today, my family. Today we have a special topic, and I believe this is a foundational topic that you and I, we, we want to grow, we want to be better, we want to see God really work in our lives in a way that we've never seen, and we want to become better versions of who God has created us to be, and this is foundational. And the foundational principle we're going to be talking about today is vision. Now, some of you may have heard of that aspect of leadership, of vision, and some of you may be thinking, well, my eyesight's all right, or maybe I need corrective lenses. Uh, uh, Why are we talking about vision? I'm actually not talking about sight, the aspect of vision where you see. I'm talking about vision in which Miles Monroe, Dr. Miles Monroe, talks about vision being a function of the heart. It's the ability to see in your imagination and in your heart things that have not come to pass yet. Now, when we embody this aspect of vision, having it foundational for our lives in whatever we're doing, whether it's school or personal life, it could be a measure that you're trying to take account for, like bodybuilding, a vision is a perception that you have inwardly that uses your imagination for something in your life that you don't yet see. And friends, let me tell you, it is so powerful. Dr. Miles Monroe has an excellent book on this, on vision. I recommend you getting it. I recommend you diving into this and not just listening to this one podcast, but really sitting down with a notebook and following along as we discuss vision, the importance of it, the reason you and I should have it, being flexible with vision, and then writing it down and taking action. And so why do we need vision? I like the Wayne Gretzky quote where it says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Now this does go into goal setting, but vision is a foundational framework where you are really looking at your future in whatever area it is, personal or professional, and you are using your imagination and what you want it to look like. You are taking the limitations off and you begin to imagine what do you want to see happen. And for yourself as a person, who do you want to become? Vision is an art. It's not just a science. Because the difference between science and art, science is the logic, the one, two, three aspect. And art is the beyond. It's the imagination. It's the creative side that you and I both have. And in order to shoot at a goal, we need to have vision. I really like this story, and I forget where the study was done, but there was a study that was done on the imagination. And I believe it was basketball. They had three different groups tested on these three different aspects. They were looking at the imagination. The first group, they told them to practice. 
practice on the court, practice daily, shooting these shots. The next group, they told them, you know what? Don't practice at all. And when we test you at the end, let's see how you do. Well, obviously, (laughs) we know what's going to come out of that one. Now, the third group is, is very fascinating what the study looked at. They told this third group, we don't want you to actually go on the court. We want you to take time out of your day. Now, I'm not sure 30 minutes or an hour. I don't remember how long. But they told them, we want to use your imagination. We want you to sit down. We want you to imagine yourself shooting the shots and making them. Literally, they were told to practice in their mind. Now, afterwards, that they took all these three different groups and looked at their performance and how well they were doing. Obviously, the group that didn't practice didn't do so hot. The group that practiced regularly, I think their performance improved like 40%. Now, what's fascinating was the group that only utilized their imagination improved by, I think, over 20%. Now, of course, they didn't improve over the group that actually practiced. But the fact that the researchers saw that the ones who use their imagination actually improved. Now, you can see that there's a correlation between the imagination and vision. And vision is the beginning where you sit down, realizing that what you begin to envision for your future, for your marriage, for your children, that it can actually affect every one of those areas. There's also a a, a good proverb that I like. It says that without vision, the people perish. That there's something about a leader, something about an individual who has a vision for where they're going. Now, let me tell you this. As you are embarking on this journey of getting a vision for yourself, for your life in these different areas, don't be too hard on yourself. At, at first, it can be difficult, especially when it deals with the imagination. But as you practice and as you begin to write down the vision that you have, you'll begin to feel stretched and you'll begin to see growth. Because the neurons in your brain have pathways. And as you embark on a new skill set or any new area that you've not tried before or very rarely used, these neurons are like pathways. And the more you use it, it's like treading grass or treading on grass. And it begins to flatten and create new pathways that become easier. And this is the reason as you learn something new, there's resistance. And the more you do it consistently over time, it gets easier because it's a neurological thing that occurs where new pathways are being formed. And so again, have grace with yourself as you embark on this area. Now, the other aspect of vision and seeing your future and seeing something that hasn't come to pass is not putting a limit on yourself. Some people call it a BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. Now, vision and goals intertwine. A vision is where you start. A vision is big. A vision is compelling. And it really pulls on your heart. Don't write a vision just in comparison to another person, just in comparison to somebody you know and you wish you had something of theirs. You want to attach a feeling to your vision. Now, here's an example. I knew that when I was wanting to get married, I actually began to envision the type of woman I would marry. Now, in your vision, you want to be flexible, of course. And as I envisioned the things I wanted to see in my wife, I began to attach it to a feeling. What would it feel like to have a wife who encouraged me in the dreams and desires and passions that I had? 
What would it look like to have a wife who was honest and loyal, who, who served me, not in a, you know, the, the king type of way, but in a way where it was a co-partnership. And so I went down this list and began to envision the wife I desired. And guess what? It's exactly what I have today. I began to envision my future with God and what I desired to see, the life I desired to live, and the things that I desired to come to pass have passed. And so again, I'm revisiting even now my vision for the future, my vision for these different areas as well as for my children. And so one prerequisite that I do encourage you to do is to really write down along with your vision is your purpose. Now, when I say that, I I really want to hone in on your strengths, the things that you enjoy and you get life from. And for example, for me, I enjoy people. And at the beginning, when I started writing down my vision and purpose, I knew that I wanted to help people. And the more I tried different things, I realized the things I enjoyed and I didn't, the things that gave me life and the things that did not. I love mentoring. Now, I did not know that until I ended up in situations where I had to train and mentor under other individuals. I realized the more I met people and interacted with them, I couldn't do counseling. There are certain aspects of the people side of things that I'm just not made for. And so as I tried new things, And I really had that time to be more aware of myself, my strengths, and the things that gave me life. Because I do believe that God created you on a purpose for a purpose. But we don't really want to make purpose something you can't grasp. We really want to just boil it down to things that you enjoy, things you're getting life from. That when you do them, you come alive. And that is a good start. Because now vision will encompass your purpose. Because my vision is really seeing communities of people who are changing the world in every sector of society, government, education, media, arts, entertainment, business. I envision people who live on principles, stand in truth, and really know their value in the world and serving and making a lasting impact and change in each of these areas, which culminates to really a larger change because all these sectors are pillars of society. And I envision seeing a whole society shift for good. And so you see these all intertwine with my purpose, the things that bring me life and the things that I see. And it's, it is big, bigger than me, because you really want to end up in the place where your vision is bigger than you and your purpose involves God. I can tell you this, I've seen way too many people living a life of quiet desperation, as Henry David Thoreau puts it, that they live and then they can't wait till they are retiring. And then guess what happens? They don't actually get to enjoy it because now they're at a place in their life where many, not most, do not have the health And they barely have the finances because they didn't come with a vision at the beginning. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. There are individuals who enjoy what they do. They retire. They're happy. They're enjoying life. I'm not talking about those individuals. I'm talking about people who are just following the pattern of the world, knowing that there will be retirement. They'll have money and they'll be able to do what they want. 
Well, guess what, friends? You don't have to wait. Your vision can begin now, and the goal setting can begin now, and you can see things come to pass in a way that was quicker than anyone you could have ever imagined. The four-minute mile didn't happen by accident. All these different areas, anybody you've ever looked up to and in sports, uh, any type of entertainment or anything that inspires you, they first began with vision. Now I want to talk about the next step after you are using your imagination for your vision. I want you to sit down, have a notebook dedicated to your vision, dedicated to your life, things that inspire you, things that really just click within. And it's hard to really pinpoint it, but the notebook is revolving around your purpose in your life because these notes are going to be vital as you write in them. But begin with your vision and write it down. So many studies, one after another, have shown clearly that when people write down not only their goals, but aspects of their life that they want, they are more likely to succeed and to get it. You've probably heard it before, vision boards. If you haven't, a vision board is any type of visual that you print out pictures, articles, newspapers, anything that sparks the inspiration of the vision you see. So for instance, when my wife and I lived in Colorado, we were in a home, and in that home, we had over 400 pictures of things that we envisioned for our future. On our walls, we had houses, we had mansions, we had you know these different words of inspiration, things that we wanted to see, change that we wanted uh, to have in the world. We, we did it all, words, pictures, anything. It was covered. Now, when I say covered, you, you could have called it, you know, the, uh, the rollout wallpaper that people have. That, that's basically what we had. In our kitchen, we had food that we wanted because we, we did not have a lot of money then. We put spices in near our spice cabinet. We put all these different things in different areas of our house that we imagined, we envisioned. And guess what, friends? That was 2014. That was 2015. Many years later, we began to see those things come to pass. A home (laughs) that we didn't even imagine, but we had envisioned on our walls, we ended up living in, in Hawaii on a mountain. Our fridge was full of the things that we envisioned, spices that we envisioned, the type of relationships we envisioned. Friends, it all starts with a vision. I can't tell you, I can't tell you enough. I so desire for your vision to come to pass in your life. And again, I I am a faith person. I believe that God has made you for a purpose, that he desires to bless you, but he also desires for you to know him. He has so much more for you in your life that you could ever imagine. It talks about Jeremiah that God has plans for you, plans for a future and a hope to prosper you, but it all begins and ends with him. And that is the reason we saw many of the things come to pass in our lives. And of course, I'm not ignorant. I know that vision is just a principle and that you could do it without God in some aspect, but I can't tell you enough that is much more valuable and worth it when you have him included. And so next, now you have a vision. So what is next? Well, what seems to happen and what I've seen in various books that I've read and people that I follow and even in my own life is that as you begin to have a vision, you begin to write it down, things just start happening. Your mindset begins to shift. You begin to have that growth mindset. 
where your mind is beginning to perceive things into your life that you may not have seen before. Vision brings correction and direction. That if you envision rich relationships of people that build you up and you build them up, do you think you're really going to get into a toxic relationship again? I sure hope not. But your mind begins to adjust and your body follows suit. You begin to implant in your subconscious things that you've desired and your conscious mind begins to receive and to walk into those opportunities. There's so much more neurologically, psychologically that I really can't get into and I hope in further episodes we get into, but there is a science behind it. It's biblical and it's scientific and it's amazing that we have studies about this. And so I hope you implement this and I, honestly, I hope you start today. And so as you write these things down, the goals, you must be flexible. So let's say you want relationships that are fruitful, encouraging, and really embody the things you see in your imagination. Well, maybe a goal would be to go somewhere that you know those type of people would hang out. I know in some areas, churches, they have business groups. I know there are mastermind groups. If you don't know what that is, look it up. There are many groups that when you begin to look for it, you will find it. And you've probably seen this. I don't know if you've ever gotten a new car. I just got a Subaru the other day. Well, many days ago, many, many more days ago, probably a couple months ago. But guess what happened once I got a Subaru? Everywhere I went, I saw a Subaru. And as I parked, somebody would come up to me, oh, your Subaru, man, I got one too. It was as if something shifted and I began to see the Subarus everywhere. And you may have experienced this and there is a name to this, but it's in my mind right now. It is a, a brain function that happens. But that's exactly what will happen as you write your vision down, as you use your imagination. You're going to begin to see those things in your life, opportunities that you would not have seen. And as you write the goals down, it begins to attract those opportunities. If you would like to take it a step further, also foundational for my wife and I, is including God. That before you write down your vision, just have that simple prayer of God, lead me in my vision that you have for my life because it's much bigger than you realize and far more than you could ever expect. And as you write those goals, I want to tell you, be flexible, be open, have it as a rough draft. I've rewritten my vision so many times and it's just gotten bigger. It's gotten more clear because as you move forward, you try new things, you will realize things you enjoy and you don't. You'll see new strengths, new giftings and things that God has put in you. And you are on your way to a fulfilling life. Because you are there to be valuable. You are there to make a lasting change and an impact. It starts with you and I, and then it begins to trickle outward because we are supposed to be those pillars in our family, in our community, and in our nation. And so we're going to end here today because I know I've given you a lot. There are some action steps to take. I'm revisiting this again. This week I'm making another vision board, um, set up some accountability um, that's what I did in, in my life to keep me accountable and, and being actionable. And so find a friend. Let them know that this is what you're doing. You're, you're making a vision and, and maybe you want to make a vision board. Start printing out pictures, posting them in areas, writing down one sentence things that give you inspiration because there's something about having it before your eyes constantly, day in and day out. Some of the world's greatest athletes, this is what they do. They start with vision. 
They bring pictures. They use their imagination. They revisit it daily. And so write it down. Start today. Begin to take action and follow through consistently every single day. Thank you for tuning in, friends. If you gained any value from this today, please share this with a friend or family. Share it on social media. Subscribe if you haven't already. And join the family, friends, of Create Culture. And as we say together, if you want to see a change in the world, you need to be the change. You need to think differently. And let's create culture together. God bless you.